You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, AfterBuzzers, and welcome to the 10th episode, third season of Showtime's Homeland, episode entitled, Good Night. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me tonight is... Hello, I am Lauren Leonelli. And I am Nando Velasquez. Hello, everybody. Hello. Yes, so it was a fun-filled... Uh, action-packed episode it but before sure we was. before so we fun. but before we like really get into it we this is like the first episode of homeland coming off of thanksgiving and i just want to give uh the, like a brief recognition for paul walker and the loss that we experienced oh, over the yes. weekend uh it was a tragedy i don't want to like you know expound on it we're going to stay on the topic for the show but um our, our, our hearts go out to the walker family his yeah. family and friends and he will definitely and surely be missed. Yep. He was a great guy. I didn't know him personally, but I saw him on a bunch of interviews no, yeah. and stuff. He yeah. seemed like the, he the was, nicest, coolest dude to kick it with or hang out with. He seemed like very, very nice, very genuine from all the interviews that I saw with yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Like so. they say, he was really down to earth. And, yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, like so and Maria, our CEO creator of After Buzz TV, knew him and interviewed him and, and attested to that, yeah. too. So it's very sad. And we're, we're all, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and friends. So we we will definitely miss you, Paul. Um, okay, so let's jump right into this episode called "Good Night." Good night. With the attempted installment <laughs> of Brody in Tehran. This was this was uh, like the old homeland that we were missing for a yes, while. Like yes. those ops that like keep you on the edge of your seat and. Mm. Who was good. It was good. Yeah. I think I hit you a couple times, Thaddeus. Yes. <laughs> he was close enough in range for me to be like, what? 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 <laughs> yeah. I know. I have a bruise on my arm. She's like, no, wait. <laughs> Carrie's going to tell everybody she's pregnant. I keep saying that the whole time, that Carrie's going to tell everyone she's pregnant. I, she's about to do it, and she just never does. So let's talk about that, because... Carrie and Quinn end up on the elevator alone. Ooh, hey. And he wants to check up on her to see how much damage he did to her upper bicep, make sure he didn't hit an artery or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he happens to peruse through her medical files, and he was stupid enough to tell her. I don't think I would have told her that I looked through her, through her medical yeah. files, because that's obviously Very something that's, that's... Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm just stalking you could you. stalk me anytime, Peter Quinn. <laughs> Fine by me. <laughs> we had, well, Thaddeus and I were joking because I keep saying that they need to have sex because I just want to see that. I'm, you know, no reason. Just now she said they need to have sex be because he can't get her pregnant. And I'm like, well, perfect. Now I can't get her pregnant, so they should just have sex. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, maybe okay. you women at home want to see a sex scene with Peter Quinn. I know we got a little tidbit with the shower scene. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. Out of control. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. She he outs her pregnancy and lets her know. And by the way, he's he like, "You're 15 weeks pregnant, Carrie." Like she doesn't know that. Well, she might, but I mean, okay. I love how everyone likes to remind her. Like in the last episode, when the doctor's like, 
are you even worried about the baby or mm. whatever he's <laughs> right. like what because she was drinking heavily and, and no and because she exactly like he just she didn't ask about it when she got shot she didn't ask about how's the baby so he brought it up it's like people like to point out it's a constant reminder that she's just kind of ignoring it or so it seems well it's Quinn watching out for Carrie once again like he yeah. does so much you know he, he goes behind everyone else's back because obviously I think yes. Carrie's never gonna well I'm, I don't want to say never but she definitely doesn't want to admit that she's pregnant to her superiors, to Saul or anyone, because for the same reason that Quinn brought it up, Quinn's going up to her first and said, "I'm not going to rat on you, but you shouldn't be here. You're too, yeah. You're the you emotional. can't be objective in this in There's, this case. Exactly. Yeah. Saul would be like, get you're out out of here. Absolutely, you get out of here. Nobody gets that. So if she if she ends up admitting it, she's again she's just doing mm-hmm. another move that she always does to screw up an operation right. or, or or yeah to cause a, a wrinkle in it. Especially exactly. we already know her motives with Brody, even without knowing her pregnant, she always compromises herself when it comes to Brody. Didn't you love when Saul was like bite it hard? <laughs> right, <laughs> she was freaking out because if he yeah. knew she was pregnant, he would have been like, dude, yeah, you're on bed rest. Yeah, but is it going back to Quinn? Doesn't it seem like he's become a little too invested in her, like well, beyond the work? Like, and he I, always, and he's always like, he always relates it to work to validate yes. his creepy stockiness. He is not creepy. First the of st- all, the is becoming a little. No, this is my thing with. I looked Quinn. in the medical file to see how much damage I had done. Well, and he shot that her in the you're arm. You were 15 months pregnant. 15 <laughs> I weeks. I mean, 15 weeks. 15 months. Months. Holy crap! Wow. 15 weeks pregnant. It's a big baby. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, really? Like, okay, I have something to say about that. Yes, I do think that Quinn is crossing the line with her and becoming more close with her, but I feel like Quinn is pulling himself away from working for a doll and doing things for the CIA. I know he's involved, but he, after accidentally shooting that kid and and all the things that we've seen him go through this season, mm-hmm. he, at any second, is like, I'm ready to walk away. I don't care. I don't know if it's worth it. We've even heard him say that before. Right. So if he's in it for anything, it's got to be for somebody and not just for the love of the job like it used to be. So if he feels like he is the, protecting Carrie or working maybe more in line with Saul and like pr- his job is to protect Carrie then I feel like yeah that's what's the only thing that's keeping him there and so yes these kind of things it does seem like it's crossing the line but I don't think that he would be I think he would just be done if he didn't have an emotional connection somewhere because mm. we've seen the emotional side of Peter Quinn right. this season I-, I love how she admitted that like within five seconds, it was Brody's baby, and then she then she was like, oh, well, yeah. "How do you know it's Brody's you guys, baby?" What do you think about that? Wait, wait. Like, like less than five seconds. She goes, I'm like, oh, oh, she's definitely oh, pregnant." Oh, because you think it's Brody's baby? <laughs> well, it's not. But wait, you I guys, picked up some random guy at a, at a <laughs> that has red hair and looks just like Brody. Yeah. And excuse me, Queen of Predictions, thank you very much. <laughs> I have been saying oh, this. Goodness. Stop it! Don't laugh, Daddy. What you agreed with me? While I'm a we were happy person. I'm gonna laugh. You know what? These boys are going to get water thrown in their face. It weren't for all these wires and stuff. Nando, yes. did I not say that? Yes. Did you say what? That 
Do you say a lot say, of things? Who's <laughs> laughing? Are you laughing at me, <laughs> I. Did not say what? Okay, you say, say a lot of things. Let's say it again. Okay, I do say, say a lot of things. Right. And they're what all, did you say? And they're all very valid, and this was one of them. I said the reason why the guy that she had sex with on the stairs from the liquor store looks just like Brody. That was not an accident. It's not like Brody is some, like, he's got brown hair and he's whatever. He's a freaking ginger. He's, like, okay, so very wait, wait, specific wait, wait. looking. Okay. I'm, no, 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 no. I'm saying that there is a reason why. I don't know that she, that was premeditated. I'm not saying that no, she I, thought she was pregnant and she needed to have sex so with the guy that looked like. So what are you saying? I'm saying that there's a reason why the whole season I've been saying there was a reason why the dude that she had sex with looks just like Brody. If you're, think about just casting okay, but, purposes. Okay, 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 no, okay. I get it. People have certain types. No, I, I totally no, understand no, no, that. No, no, no. I agree with it. People have certain types. I'm sure like all your future boyfriends are going to look exactly like Peter they Quinn. Or, or close I to. I wish. <laughs> well, it's not, no, it's not unheard point, of that when somebody breaks up with somebody or they're like yes. fawning for somebody or they had an unwanted breakup, yes. they end up dating people. But that I'm look, saying, yes, right. I get that. But what I'm saying is there is a, a reason why in the future that that is going to come into play. So you, that's it's what I'm saying. It's not just going to be. So we're saying it was my, it strategic? Did she no, strategically? The writing, not her. I'm saying the writing. That was put in there on purpose. You don't cast some dude for her to randomly have sex with that, that looks like Brody. That wasn't an accident. They purposely sought out the breakdown for that that actor was I think you're really getting no. really in depth uh-uh. in here. and I'm saying that there's a reason she's going to try and pass it off like that's the father I, I of the will, baby I will bet you money that this guy this stranger will not show up on Homeland ever again probably not he probably won't so then I don't think that that, that you're but that doesn't mean he needs to show up what you're saying is valid I agree it's valid but I feel like if it's some kind of plan then I would see we would see this guy again well I don't Season know about four. that <laughs> Season four. Maybe, Season four. like, you never know. Like I mean, two. we saw Tom Walker for a snippet again. I mean, he was uh, obviously a more... Well, he he was, a was a more... Prominent. In, yeah, character. a prominent character. But uh, that's all I'm saying is that I have this inkling in my mind, just from a casting standpoint, is right. all I'm saying. There's no reason why they would make that guy look like Brody. I think and it's I think human nature. I think, I, I, think I know that, nature. but I'm saying the writing and the story, there's so a reason why that was... you think a plan for that, basically, yes, what you're that's what I'm saying. Okay, gotcha. that, that's even more than human than nature. Than just like, we oh, she was attracted to this guy that looks like Brody. Just yes. mark it on your calendar. We'll that's keep that in mind for season four. Yes. It's going to come into play. Okay. We shall see. And I know when you do, we're both going to get hit, like, endlessly. Oh, I'll let you know. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I told you. That's right. Okay, so how many, I want to know how many of you guys out there uh, after buzzers, and you guys can call in 424-256-1729, 424-256-1729, and let us know how many of you guys thought that when they were aborting the mission and they realized it wasn't going to go down and Brody was talking to Carrie on a satellite phone and she was trying to convince him to fall back and come back and regroup and blah, 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 and he was like, yeah, right, you know, that's not going to happen, that she was going to spill the beans. How many of you guys out there thought that she was going to spill the beans about the pregnancy to try to get him to come back. Did you think she was? I, you know, I wasn't sure. I, I honestly didn't have a, an opinion on it because I just feel like that would have been a major. I guess I didn't think she would have because I would have thought that would have been major. I mean, maybe I'm looking at it 2020. Yeah. I, I really mm. honestly didn't have an opinion. I way. thought that she, I agree with you, Nando, that she shouldn't. It would be a major thing. And that's her huge secret. And that's the last yeah. thing she would ever tell. But I feel like it's going to take a moment of like, oh, my God, oh, my God. ah, And just like her rash, like being a little bit irrational or freaked out because she's so emotional because she's connected to Brody in that way, that it would just come out accidentally or just a last resort panic. But she's not telling him 
that he's the father, but at the same time, she's treating him like he's the father. I, I thought, yeah. just to, to jump ahead for a split second, we, I know we'll talk about Farrah more later, but when she's talking to Farrah, trying to convince her family mm-hmm. to help out, she, uh, Farrah asked, would you, would you ask your own family to do this? And she said, and yeah. And she said, uh, in my, in my own way, yeah, yeah, I guess so. And of course, because Brody's the yeah. baby daddy, so she's yeah. already right. asking him to do all this stuff. Right. She's already putting him she in She would danger. anyway. Yeah. She's cray. So, and I don't mean different. that like that. But asking Brody Everybody. doesn't count. Because Brody, Brody's, in, yeah. Brody's in the crazy. game. Yeah. Brody's yeah. in the game. So asking him to do something is not quite the same as asking like but I think she, her mom or I know, sister. You're right. But I think she would. But, but I think she would too. The, writing, the way the writing was, I thought it was a very interesting No, line. of course. Yeah. That was that was meant to make you think about that yeah. connection. But also, I think her asking, you know, even though we've jumped ahead, I don't care. Farrah talking or asking Farah if she would ask her family she or her asking Carrie would you ask your family it's kind of like eh you got to think Carrie is a soldier so mm-hmm. to speak Farah's an office worker you know she's not an operative well, or anything and, like that and we know based and her on, family is not it's not the yeah, same thing it's not the yeah, same thing i know we i know agree based on 2 weeks ago with the scenes with her dad on how important it is for for the Iraqi Guard, Royal Guard, to not know that Farah's involved with the CIA at this right. point. Yeah. Because she has family, th- these very family members that Carrie is now asking to put their butts on the line. Exactly. could get hung. Exactly. Or that is a, a. And now you're asking me to actively yeah. get my uncle, my father's brother, he worked, what, he works at a bank? Yeah, so he works at a bank, right? I believe so. To, well, like, she, she was supposedly working at the bank. She was supposedly working at the bank. I don't know what but he's her, doing. But the uncle works she at a bank say, in Tehran. Say, they didn't say a job for no, her. No, she said that he does, he's a not place. a bomb thrower. No, they did say a place yeah, where he worked. They that did. was important. They but, said your, your no, uncle no, no. works at the such and such and such and such. She said that. Oh, okay, yeah, I missed yeah. that. I, missed I, that. I can't remember what it was, but... This is a reoccurring theme throughout this season as well, is what the CIA, like who they are willing to put on the line, what they are willing to risk. And that's why people who are trying to change... What like Lockhart and characters that are kind of trying to change what's going on in the CIA, that's their ammo against them. Like, look what you guys do. Look what you put Carrie through. Look who you're, whose lives you're risking. Right. You guys don't even care. They're trying to make it out like that. So that's a reoccurring theme here. And that's, I think, kind of pointing that out that, you know, it is. The, well, here's the thing. It is kind of true. I mean, they do put, I think that it's for. A, a, the greater good and a, a great purpose that mm-hmm. they're doing these things and yeah unfortunately that has to happen sometimes and they try their best not to but even there it was a little a little shot into Carrie just being like yeah man put your family on the line like that, that is what she's asking her well, to do here's the thing here's the thing about you know being a spy or whatever it's all part of warfare mm-hmm. and it's it has a lot to do with psychological warfare because you have to get personal with the people you have to know their family it's not like you're on the front line with guns just shooting at people exactly. and, and you don't get to know them you don't know their names or anything like that those are different kinds of soldiers so emotional. these spies are a form of soldiering they yeah. are they just for sure. they just in the art of warfare in a completely it's different way more mental and so it's just like when you're like on the front lines and somebody gets shot or blown up next to you and you're still under fire, you keep shooting and fighting. You mm-hmm. just don't stop and tend to that situation. You know that it's part of the game. Exactly. So we can't personalize them to the extent where, well, they're sacrificing all of us and blah, blah, blah. That's part of the job. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. if we want to win the war, then you can't get so attached where we lose sight of what the end goal is. Yeah, they're doing you it know, for a greater mean, purpose, but I just right. feel like it's something they keep pointing out. Well, they keep pointing it out, I think, because that is the moral compass of is like what we talked about a yeah. few weeks ago, like is all this 
really bad stuff it. going yeah. on mm-hmm. really gonna is it for the greater good right is it for the greater good and well, after, they, yeah, they, and this has yeah. been going on for generations mm-hmm. right have we ever reached the the greater peace within doing all this heinous under based on, based on, under know, underworld activity <laughs> well i think and this is the whole thing with lockhart you know based on History, right? No, when you look at the exactly. when you look at Central America and you look at Latin American country, you know, like you would look at that at the history of that. No, not really. What they're trying to do right now, too, if you think about it, okay, so they're trying to take out the guy above Javadi who was under uh, Abu Nazir. No, Abu Nazir like, was a terrorist. Abu he was Nazir, never he was yeah. never part of the Iranian government. Oh, that's right. different. It's totally it's, different. It's, it's so different. they weren't okay. Well, anyway, but he's like okay, so. He he's like the next Abu Nazir. He's like their main man to get. He's the, he's okay. the, he's, he's the head the of the country guy. that's a major threat to the so, U.S. Right. So if if they do take him out, what is that really going to do? Well, taking that guy because, out is going to allow them to install Javadi no, in the I know. number one spot. Okay. That's, that's their plan. and that's use plan. him as yes, I get that, but I still feel like it's not. There's still so many things that need to happen even after that. Is well, all based saying. on based on history, if this goes anything like other countries where the U.S. have tried to put in a puppet government Noriega, themselves, yeah, name. exactly. Where you put those, Javadi would end up taking control and end up being an even harsher dictator right. and going against the U.S. Exactly. So based on history, that is usually what happens. Of course, right. Saul has this uh, view that he has this connection with Javadi, and he feels and that's they share not going to happen. A yet. very similar uh, viewpoint, and he really feels that this will be for the greater good, and this time will be different. Because he knows Javadi personally. Who's to say that Noriega didn't know somebody in the U.S. government, for example? Well, he, yeah, or, of course. Yeah, or, right. or any, anybody else, exactly. Or Gaddafi. Right, exactly. One. Yeah, or any of them. So, yeah, exactly. This is history repeating itself all over again. <laughs> um, what's really interesting is how Brody was aware enough. I mean, he's been through some pretty active situations. Yeah. You know, so... It seems as if he would have his wits about him, which he did because he actually freaked For out earlier. For a second, you well, thought he didn't, well, though. Well, earlier, yeah, he freaked out. And the way that scene played out, then I was telling you while we were watching it, it didn't really seem which, realistic. Oh, where, where they got when caught they, in the, the when yeah. when the cops came mm-hmm. and they had the they were under the two guys were under the hood looking at like something was wrong with the car yeah. mm-hmm. and the code word was good night in order for them to get them out of the you know mm-hmm. to break them out of the situation or or to to help to help them to get some some get some to get some support. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't really seem realistic that you could have a machine gun drawn on Brody on one side and a and a guy with a pistol on the driver on another side. And nobody and gets say, a shot off. He says, good, and stabs a guy over the door while he's sitting <laughs> down, and neither one of them get a shot off. That is was like completely. I, I agree with that. That was that was smooth. That was a little too smooth. But yeah, it was too smooth. A little too smooth. The guy, and did you see the guy's face who had the gun on Brody? Yeah, his face was like. He looked like he had a happy, happy trigger finger. There's no he way I would have believed that. Yeah, he was like go. ready to he like. He was ready to go, and he just got sniped like that. Like, come on, what I didn't I love, believe it. What I love about it, if you get into any passionate conversation with Homeland, we all you have to do is say good night. <laughs> the other person goes, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Get away from me. That's no. all you have to do. Lauren, good night. Right. <laughs> like, and then well, she doesn't do anything, but right. you know, it works with other people. I'm sure. I right. think about saying good night with Quinn, Peter Quinn. <laughs> And I don't mean it like See, that. See, and that's the problem. She should be thinking about saying good morning to Peter. Ooh, or good morning. I like that. She should say good morning. You can say good night at. You'll take it anywhere you, you can get it. Good, you can say good night at ten in the morning if that's when we're going to sleep. <laughs> Omg! After all nighter. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, it really tripped me out that he like <laughs> he really freaked out because yeah, what does he have left that he has? No, he has no family to go to. 
He has. It's too, it's very soon after. I mean, this is within days that this dude had just came off a of heroin and like mm. he he, you know, explained to that dude too, like, okay, so I was taken to Venezuela and then I was brought back and and like the shit that he just went through in the past what like thirty days. Mm. He had he that moment he wasn't expecting to see a guy you know blood splatter all over his face so close. Granted, he's been in that situation before, but it snapped him out of his like concentration mode for sure. Don't forget that the last that we haven't seen Brody kill anybody at all this season. If anything, we got That's to true. see in his episode we got to see him witness the pickpocket who stole his wallet mm-hmm. get pushed over a ledge, and you and saw his reaction out. to that. And then when he escaped. To go to and to, to to that Adnan uh, mm-hmm. Anon and oh, his wife, yeah. mm-hmm. and then to see them slaughtered in front yeah. of him. These were the last deaths that he saw, and now again to see this police officer who's just doing his job and thinks they're you know they're terrorists or or, or you know obviously thinks something's wrong, and to see huh. them get killed when especially again they were saying in the White House they were expecting no casualties, they were expecting just to sneak him in okay, over wait. the border, and that's it. And here's Brody. Okay. With blood so wait, on his face. do you for think? Me, do you ahead. think that this is like a mini? Not it's not like ISA because that was like very much more intense, clearly. But it's like that. He's back in this in in his like second or maybe first depending on what you believe homeland like mm. this is and he's watching the american people kill that's the thing he has a problem with he doesn't like that he doesn't like that people just come in and start the killing Americans people killed the uh, yeah. iraqi guard there yeah the iraqi, uh, police? And that's what i'm saying i feel like hmm. he the white house doesn't think that anybody's gonna get and killed. he's not expecting really? well come on that's what they have to say that's the mo- but no, i think but this that, is an operation though this that yeah. could this be, is not I know. like this is not like they're making a statement but, to the public okay this but, is like an operation but it's what's like, going on in brody's mind mm-hmm. is maybe not what he's there for that's that's this is the this is what i said when this episode ended it's like this is back to old, like, season one Homeland. Like, is he? Isn't he? Is he? Isn't he? Whose side is he on? Is he a Marine? Is he a, a terrorist? Like, what is the thing right. here? So I feel like this this could be a moment where somebody might think, shoot, is he? Did that just happen? And he's maybe it's not because he's been through so much in, like, 30 days and he is, like, still kind of weak. Maybe it's because he doesn't want to see that and it gets him to the core. And when he I crosses over that border, yeah. is he going to really defect? I didn't get that same experience as you. I got that more from Javadi, not trusting Javadi and what his what his reasons were, but of not course. so much with Brody. But one thing that I will say yeah. that I really liked about Brody is when we first saw him with the socks – Changing the mm-hmm. socks right. mm-hmm. and just his banter and the way he was talking to the other guys, he seemed very at ease. He seemed very at home being out in the field on right. a mission. Mm-hmm. Right. So like that's he what was we very do. Comfortable. Yeah, he seemed like back to I guess what being would a, be the old marine. before before yeah being a marine mm-hmm. back in the old days. Right. So he seemed very very capable until. That Until that moment, moment, when he saw somebody, you know, get shot right in front of him, and there's blood on his face. Now, does he have a and weapon? That freaked him out. But that was his moment of changing. Yeah, he probably did, but he just didn't want to use it because he's not because he, he didn't want to be outed. He also, I, I for really some reason, am, I don't think he has a weapon. I think he probably does. How could he not? Was he shooting in that shootout? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. That's interesting. I don't think he has a weapon. He probably doesn't. Maybe well, he just had to have that. Guy. That would make somebody freak out too. That one too, but he's I don't still, know. You don't I don't have think a weapon it's that with Brody. Ha- I don't think it's that with Brody. I feel like with Brody, it's an emotional tie to where when he turned, and well, I don't I know that he's. It's probably a little bit of all that stuff. I mean, it's got to be out there. You have to rely on this team. If you are a marine, everybody fight. has a weapon when you're a marine with your team. Everybody I mean, has a weapon. Everybody can defend themselves. Initially, mm-hmm. I thought it was just a lot for him that he just went through a lot, but I don't know now. I think Brody. 
Well, I still think it, I, I agree with you. That it's an emotional connection, but I don't think it really connects him back to the days when he was captive by Abu Nazir. I don't. No, I, I, don't I think. think so it, I think if anything, it's just a man who's just tired of being in this war. And and for a second, he's like, oh wow, this is kind of like why I went into that's what I'm to saying. have fun, this camaraderie, this kind of thing, an adventure, and then to see this adventure. Just imagine this adventure, and all of a sudden, people are dying in front of you that aren't supposed to be dying. It's right. not even your. It's not that's even what, your target. Yeah. Then, then that's this also, his problem. That's what I'm saying. And here you go. If he can't even witness a person. And, and here's the thing. I don't know if he's whether or not he's going to switch or not. But if he can't even witness this thing that happened in the car, this guy getting shot in front of him, right. how is he going to pull a trigger on a, cult, on a, on a target? Well, on the target I don't think that he That's will. Be- I don't think that he will. I think it's going to go back to that flip-flop where the audience is qu- constantly questioning whose side is Brody on. And I think mm-hmm. this is the first. Because he's a this- Marine. He's not an operative. But this it's is completely he's a different. jarhead. He's, exactly. This is it's completely what, different. I feel like this is the first, um, the first little like snippet into back into that again. Like I said, is he or isn't he? Whose side is he on? I right. think that moment where the blood was splattered on his face, it was like the the American people are killing innocent people. I don't agree with. Like he doesn't agree with that. I think you know the thing about Brody is also though Brody has these moments. Where he goes into survival mode, mm. and then you see a Brody that's like, why? Do, why? Like, wait. remember when he killed the guy in the woods? Was that last season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the guy, what? The bomb got, maker. Right, mm-hmm. the bomb maker, mm-hmm. and he was really trying to save the guy's life. But then he was on the phone with his wife trying to explain why he wasn't at the banquet that he was mm-hmm. supposed to be at. Yeah. And then she was like, "What is that noise in the background?" He was like, "He was just trying to muffle the guy, and, and he, he was freaking out so much because he was under neck. pressure yeah. that he just snapped his neck." Yeah. Brody seems to like when he gets under like extreme pressure. He seems to operate. So what do you think? Diff- he becomes another brother. So what are you saying? So are you saying in that moment that he was under pressure when he when he decided I'm going to run for the border anyway? Because I think at that moment he went screw these people that don't know what they're doing. I'm running over to the border and going back to where I want to stay. Hmm. That's what I think he's doing. Well, I think I think that he under the situation that they placed him is like okay, we're going to put you over here and you're going to do this and we need you to do it because. Otherwise, what? What? There's nothing left for him at home. I know. He, so that's only, why he doesn't want to go Virginia, back. Yeah. So he had the the sense to say, "Look, she was like, well, Carrie was like, well, we'll, we'll regroup and we'll send you and back." He was like, he that's was like not you know, that's not gonna happen. Like, who are you talking to? <laughs> he doesn't to want right to now? be tied to them anyway. I feel like he relates more to the other side. Yeah, but he just doesn't have anything at home anyway. There's nothing exactly. for him there well, unless Dana, he can, unless he can, his only chance <laughs> is to complete this mission. Yeah, but I mean, that doesn't mean they're going to allow him to have a life with Dana and That's his family true. just That's because Even if Dana's there. Yeah. Yeah, just you know, so he has to complete his mission. That's the only okay, so leverage that he'll have to say, look, I did it. Okay, I did yeah. what you guys wanted me to do. He wants can to just you, be done. Can you let me be a regular person now? Like, yeah. I think... Because that's what Saul said he would do. So you think exactly. his, his desperation to get over to the other side is just to be like, I did it. I'm done. Let's move right. on. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I that's think, what I think. I think it's... Because it's like he yeah. goes back home, like, okay, fall back, we'll regroup. He knows how that stuff works. Mm-hmm. It could be all bureaucratic, tied up in red tape. Years and they're like, okay, now, you know yeah. what? We still don't know where you lie because you never completed the mission anyway. It fell through. We're going to lock you up for mm-hmm. until we figure this thing out. And they go on to some whole other plan, mm-hmm. and his life is screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So okay, he's that's, like, that's a good point, I have nothing. I got to go for it now. Well, I got to make this plan work in order for me to have any leverage in getting true. back home. But let's all agree that that it's possible that they're trying to make you think that maybe he is also like they trying are. to defect too. Because that's a, he's keeping know. his options open. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I mean, Carrie, <laughs> mentioned, Carrie mentioned it to him. She said, "You have no sanction. You have no support on the exactly. ground. No extraction no plan. plan." So yeah, it's but he doesn't have any other options. He, he doesn't care. He's mad. Yeah, he has to go. He's a man without a home. Right. The blood yeah. splattering on his face snapped him out of it, I think. It snapped Mm-mm. him. That, that, and I don't the, think that's what snapped him out of it because he mind. freaked out right there. I think the mind is what snapped him I out of it. The, the mind when he had to save the other mm-hmm. – uh, the, the, the spy's life. Yeah. yeah, and the mm-hmm. guy – he could see the guy's leg was blown off. That's when he went into – Oh, this is really going on. Yeah, marine you're – okay, mode, yeah. yeah. That's when – yeah, he went to marine mode right there. Mm-hmm. And then he went under heavy gunfire. He ran across. Mm-hmm. He was like, I got to go now. This is not going to happen. Yeah, he got on the satellite phone with Carrie. He's like, "Oh, we're gonna shut this down." I thought, okay, again, oh, speaking about speaking about that. So they go, they go and run the the Brody and the and the soldier that's going with him mm-hmm. that went totally went back and just risked everything for this dude and was right. like, mm-hmm. "You better run, and if you don't, if you stop, I'm gonna shoot you myself." Like right. he, that was like, would you say that was gangsta? You're like that, that was, was pretty gangster. gangster. So <laughs> anyway, gangster, he went over there. Yeah, no, t- true. And yeah. they were the camaraderie that we're talking about. Right. That was all there. So they run, and those lights come on, and we're like, "Oh God, oh God!" And they're surrounded. And I feel like speaking of like things happening really smooth, like when they said good night and nobody got a shot off. I feel like he's like, "I'm Nicholas Brody, and I just I'm coming. I just want to find I'm seeking thing. asylum. Yeah, I'm yeah. seeking asylum." And they're like, "Okay, bring him on over." Right. It's like, wait, what? It was freaking. Well, they, they, they everybody know and Iran knows about this whole bombing at the CIA. They all know about it, and they yeah. all know who supposedly did it. They all and, watch Homeland. Yeah, they all they, they all know. They're up to date on their Homeland. No, they know what's up. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying that happened all that you know. In the military and well, they within the up. government, yeah. they know. They want to at least. They know who's Dude, doing what. Dude, and then they what. shot well, that. at least a POW, so they exactly. figured they can just take him well, in Well, they that. did. That's, yeah, what, that's they what they said. Did. They had prisoners. And he's a man at large throughout the world. Yeah. They don't true. know where he's at. Yeah. And by the way, how crazy was that when um, Javadi just shot that dude right in the head? And I told you. I saw it coming. I saw it coming, too. I saw it coming. I was like, I didn't see Javadi coming this, into the cell. Though. This, I didn't expect him to like show up either, like that. I like, didn't either. I don't know if I'll be able to, you know, hold out for seven days before right. I break. I'm right. like, dude, you're not even gonna last one day. You know what's crazy? I said it when they first captured. It was funny. Like all the lights came on when they were hiding behind. They were hiding, looking one way, and all mm-hmm. the light, all the all the jeeps and soldiers were mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. other side. So I was like, this dude's gonna get killed. I yeah. said, I hope he lasts. I hope, I, I hope, I hope that he they keep him alive, and at least Brody has one person. That is like a fog of somebody fall back on for support. Yeah, I know. but I, something was like I was like, so well, again, he, they're he gonna was kill planning him. on running there by himself, and he'd have no no assistance, and all of a sudden, oh, what's well, not so bad? He's got he's got you know this red but shirt right here next to him, and then pow! Right? You know? Why didn't Brody freak? I mean, he did freak out when that guy got shot. He did. Yeah, he did. He but he didn't like go into like crazed mode that he like he did when the police officer got well, shot. Well, because Javadi had, had a gun, a gun to, his, to his head, I and he was pretty much like, I'm just shut saying, up. he still could have like. I mean, he freaked. He when, did freak out, he though. Did freak he out. did, but it felt like a different freak out. It well, felt different. Somebody just. I think it was, it was freak more, out because he knew he might be next. Right, and it was it was under <laughs> yeah, way more control circumstances. What? He could have been next in that situation too. What do you mean? So he's freaking out for it. That's what I mean. I know. I'm just saying it felt different. He did freak out. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm saying it felt different. 
Because yeah. it was under a way more controlled situation. I know, he was I in know. a jail cell as opposed to like being out in the field think, is more like. I think the freak out w- before when he was out in the field was here's an innocent person, as innocent can be, a Iraqi police. And that other guy wasn't innocent. Well, either. he's a soldier. He's a soldier. Yeah, this was more of a, yeah, this is more of a, this is a casualty of war. Right. This guy yeah. knew what he was going in for. Right. And, yeah. and Brody was more scared for his own. And also, he just connected yeah. with this guy, right. too. But yeah, yeah. He was true. the guy he was talking to about the socks and yeah. everything. Yeah. That, they kind of should have built a little bond. On the way. I'm just saying it <laughs> felt way. different. That's no, all. yeah, no, it definitely felt different. Well, it was way I agree more personal. Yeah. Way, way more personal. Yeah. Which the other freakouts seemed way more deep. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I love how Javadi comes in his like well, Italian jackets. He well, dresses so Euro sleeves. I'm, I'm just saying because you made it sound like it was a Hugo reason for boss. him to turn. I just don't see him turning because his, his the soldier got shot. No, I no, not the soldier. I'm saying I think that was a. That when the police officers all got shot yeah. in that incident, I think that that was a maybe a point where you might see Brody not agreeing with the way that the American soldiers and the defense and all of that goes about doing things. Yeah, no, I and got it that. brings him back to the drone attack that killed a bunch of innocent people. And then there's this, and then I feel like it makes him want to defect. I feel like it takes him out of it. Like okay, but then yeah. you said the, the second shooting, you made it sound like he didn't react the same way because he, he was on that mindset. No, 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 no not still... because he was on that mindset, but it just why? Just oh, okay. Why did it feel different? Well, I, th- okay. I think. I think just because he probably didn't expect it. I mean, yeah, it. and it was different circumstances. You know, they're I get sitting that, there. He yeah. probably was like, "Okay, they've captured us. We're I told him that. I'm, yeah. I told him who I am. Yeah. Seeking asylum. I just name dropped my Javadi. own name. We don't know if it's he like knows go, it's like we it's don't... like going to the club and then getting yeah. VIP and then your friend not getting in. Yeah, he's like, I'm Nicholas Brody. You're not gonna let me in. This guy can't come with me. And we what? don't know. We don't he's know my wingman. We don't know if he knows Javadi is an asset. We I know assume, that's the other thing. We assume that Javadi knows that Brody is phase two because Saul is probably giving him information. Of course, he has to know. But we don't know how much Brody knows about how he's gonna. I know. See, and I. And I was saying, how could he not know? But then you made a good point saying it's need to know basis. He might not know that Javadi's. I would think that they would be like, so there's this guy, Javadi. There's this dude, Javadi, that you're going to meet. What if he gets captured and and tortured by somebody else? And he knows anything could happen. Exactly. So, as far as I'm concerned, Brody knows what he needs to know, and he has a mission that he's supposed to fulfill, and that's it. And Javadi knows. Javadi knows way more. Brody, because Javadi's got to set Brody up in a position. How does Brody know who to trust, though? Because now he's got this Javadi guy, and he's like, "Do I go with him? Do I Mm. what? This isn't what they told me." Because 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 he's a lower level asset. His job is to go in there and and commit an assassination. Yeah, Javadi is potentially going to be. Implementing policy and all that. this other kind but of I'm stuff. But I'm saying Brody. It's up to Javadi to tell Brody. I know, but how does Brody know to asset? trust him? What, I mean, what I other guess choice he just, does he? He I doesn't know, have I to guess. trust him. He just has to do what he's. Yeah. Supposed I know, to but do. Is, what if he? Yeah, I, I know, but I'm just saying he's there. He doesn't know what's going on, and this guy's like, "Come with me, let me." And what if he's well, like, do, "I don't, I don't think I'm supposed to be doing this." Don't forget like, the plan. The plan was for Brody to get over to Iran and to become a war hero because he he's seeking asylum right. as a terrorist of the United States for right. the bombing at Langley. Yeah, and and the way Saul has it pictured is he'll become an icon and a hero, and he will be able to get access yeah. to this guy, right. which so is what. We saw to, on the scene. Yeah, so we don't really need to see, you know, him to, for, to know exactly who's going to set him up that way. I know, just to but trust I just, that they're going to set him up. That's what I'm right. saying. Though, how does he? It's like how he. Does he dr- how does he, he know that? But yeah, I mean, obviously, he's just going to have to go with it. But he has to just go with it. Yeah. This guy has nothing right now. He, he, he has to he, do. It was yeah. a boarded plan, and and all the help that he was going to have. 
He doesn't have that. I'm just questioning why he wants to fight. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it, he's not fighting for his country. He's fighting to just be done with it all, or he's fighting because he wants to defect. Mm. Mm. He's not running across the border because he's like, yay, America, I'm going to save America. No, he's either doing what you said right. or he's doing what I I don't said. agree with the latter of what you said about him defecting, but I do. I, I, obviously, he's not 100% yeah. in the mindset, I will say that. He still yeah. has a little bit of a loose cannon. For sure. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think about, let's, let's, let's pop over to Saul in this Lockhart situation. <laughs> because. That was interesting. Yes, because this is uh, obviously the the puppet masters of this whole scenario obviously mm-hmm. paul is i mean paul saul is the puppet master of everything that's going on and he's being pressured by lockhart of course who's the up and coming uh, director and they've been playing a game of chess between the two of them and finally it seems as if they might be pushing everything aside to work together do you guys think that lockhart is finally on saul's team or lockhart still has to be watched nope which I one? mean, I know you're asking the audience, but no, I do not think that uh, Lockhart is on Saul's team. I think that, and I said this, I think, last episode, too, that it's going to come, you know, we know that Saul uh, kind of saved Lockhart's ass when he's like, hey, man, I caught you trying to, you know, you have a spy that slept with my wife to try and all that. I could out you and you'd be done in a second. But that's gangster, the, too. I'm going to spy. Screw your wife. I know, right? And Ugh. then get all your information. But Saul <laughs> caught him because Saul's gangster, and Saul caught him, <laughs> and basically was like, "I'm not a. I'm not going to tell on you because it would embarrass my wife, and b. It would ruin the agency. And you know that those things are his two hmm. loves. Like those, that's his thing that he's been, you know, balancing act right. between the whole time. Right. Um. And I feel like in that moment. Lockhart, I knew from that moment, I'm like, if this is going to come back around and Lockhart's going to be able to help Saul out or not, and he's totally not going to help him out. And no, he is not on his side. He's getting in there because he wants to see what's going on. Lockhart's a bad seed. Okay, well, do you, sure. think, do you think by him postponing the Senate hearing, or I'm sorry, not well, the Senate, the, 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 uh, he had no choice. His position, the, his, uh, his yeah. appointment. His yeah. appointment. Yeah. Do you think that that was a sign of good faith that him and, you know, he was like, forced look. to do that. He was forced to do it. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. That's my point is that there's going to, ha- something's going to happen before the end of the season that where, where Saul's going to need Lockhart to help him out. And he's going to be like, Hey man, throw me a bone. And Lockhart's going to be like, by the way, screw <laughs> right. you. Well, right. let's, let's not forget that Lockhart mm. is a politician first and foremost. Yeah. So, oh, what, you, what are you saying? Ago, for, what are you saying? Well, you know, so a couple of weeks ago when He's he a politician. thought he had that all the power. All. <laughs> yeah, when he said he, when he had all, all the power, he was able to really speak frankly to Saul and be like, yeah, I don't agree with your views and when I take over. So all of a sudden um, now he wants to now help he's, him? Now, well, I wouldn't say help him. He's only there to observe. And as he mm. said, he logically said there's nothing he can do right now. That is a valid so point. So he, he has no choice but to wish it success. Because either way, he inherits uh, this project. If, if it's a success or a failure, he inherits it. And you pointed right. that out when we were watching Two Thaddeus. Mm-hmm. Total valid point. That is true. However, I don't believe that he's sincere when he says that. Right. Yes, that is what he's... He has no choice, so he has to just go along with it. Now, yeah. you either... You know, you 
you you play nice with your enemy. You get in yeah. there, you get information, and then you screw them over when it's time. That's totally what well, he's again, doing. Yeah, it's, I think that's why I say he's like a politician. He has to deal with people every day who don't have the same views as him, but he gets right. to work in a certain way. And then when he doesn't agree with something, he can work it in and, and out. So he knows better. Yeah, he's definitely not going to help Saul. He, when the tables yeah. turn, and they will, he will not. He's, he's learned, not on his side. He's learned from Saul. He was a little overconfident with Saul, and then he got bitch slapped a couple of times yeah, by did. Saul. And now he gets to play. I like when Saul he bitch slaps people. Yeah. And then he, he gets to go in there. And I be think Lockhart has not forgotten about that. No, and I mean, we see it in clips for next week that right. it seems like he's starting to get But he has nothing to forget about. He screwed Saul over first, so it's like, no, well, it's not like... Did he screw Saul over? He got appointed by the president, and, and he was going to take over this. I don't know if you call that screwing he Saul over. He sent us by to screw his wife. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah. He, yeah. yeah, I guess that's he true. Played that he well, played dirty. He played dirty. Did he send the spy to screw his wife? Or well, did he yeah. say, go get the information? Yeah, and the spy came back well, and said, I think knows? the best well, way the to get in is... the spy for the Israelis, right? Didn't he work? No, no, they thought that he did. But then they found out... Well, that's the impression I got, unless I'm missing something. They weren't sure if he was working for the Israelis well, actually, or not. I'm not sure I missed that episode last but week. But he... <laughs> the truth <laughs> comes out. I'm so going to be honest. But no, I, I don't know. I got the impression that that's what they thought. And then they figured out that, no, he was just sent by Lockhart. I don't know if he was connected okay. on both ends or not, but I do know that he played dirty and mm. he, yeah, he, he fucked over Saul. Excuse my French, but he totally did. I mean, and I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe did, the maybe the, he, maybe the uh, maybe the guy maybe the spy came back and said, "I think the best way to get in maybe. is." For, and he's like, "Do what you got to do. Just handle it. That's, that's up to you. That's up to whoever However you need you, to do. What you get the information you need to get. We don't know the details it. of the plan right. and what he was specifically told to do, but one can assume he that was he was in charge of that, and he still went and screwed his wife. So he's responsible." Either here Either or there. Way. Anyway, okay. he, I think that he will screw Saul over if he gets the The proverbial oh, yeah. sex yeah. blood is on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh, that's a new one. <laughs> the sex blood. Sex blood. Sex blood. Yeah. The best kind of blood. Is, is that as good as Blow Vacation? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Is that a half a red uh, Hot Chili Peppers album? Sex blood? Sex blood? Yeah. Um, blood, sugar, blood, sex, sugar, magic. Yeah, blood, sugar, sex, magic. <laughs> blow Vacation. <laughs> blow Vacation. I still yeah, like that. Blow hey. Okay, so um, I'm kind of like thrown with this Dar doll having tea at the White House business, know, giving right? advice at the same time, like being a consultant. Does Saul like place him there to like keep tabs on Mike? Mike's a chief of staff, right? Yeah, Mike's chief of, cha- uh, chief of staff. Okay, so did he like keep him over? Does he have him there? Probably. He's there just to be the liaison for the White House instead of having everybody in that the control guy, room. Exactly, because he's been telling Mike, like, no, you don't want to go to the press. Well, no. You know, you don't well, want to yeah, do that. And then Mike is getting fret, like, okay, damn. But everything spring. is in Paul's fa- I mean, in Saul's favor. Every time he. Well, of course, he's yeah. put him there strategically, well, him there. I think, so that he, that yeah, in that, that moment, question. he's not like, I'm calling the president. You know, right. I mean, he's got to, like, he's, yeah, I think he was sprinkled there on purpose. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so yeah, you're, so you're you're agreeing that Saul it's placed just him there. Somebody to, there to be the liaison between the White House, hold over the reins, there, exactly. hold the reins, and to be Saul's uh, mouthpiece, totally in the White House. Yep. Okay, since they're on the same page, yep. those two. Okay, so yeah, that's all it is. Well, for now they're on the same page. <laughs> for now. Until Lockhart well, comes you know, and gives him like some incentive, and then he's going to be on Lockhart's page. Well, once the mission's going, I think they all line, with the exception of Carrie sometimes or, or Quinn, they all line up. Once a mission's set, they're like, "Okay, yeah. this is this is our objective. We got to stick to it." You yeah. Know? So no, everything we sure. do is for the sake of the mission. Yep. So yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hmm. All right, Dardo. I think uh, I would really like to see him more involved, based, especially he, based on how they set him up when he first came on the show. They set him up like. 
he, he was, was going to be like man. a menace to society. Like he was going to be like he the was just man. coming to turn yeah. everything upside yeah. down. I was just expecting a whole I lot from him. He was going to cause a lot more trouble too. Yeah, yeah. me and too. Just, and and Peter Quinn, we knew he was involved with Quinn, and we yeah. didn't really know what Quinn was about. That was and very Quinn was like, like really dark and, and mysterious. mysterious. And <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, sorry, guys, I okay. set her up for that. My, my bad. <laughs> Um, okay, so did we pretty much cover everything for this episode? We can go on because we're kind of, kind of, we kind of, we're kind of flirting with predictions. So okay, yeah, I think we're, we did. We're, I think we did. We pretty much covered everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go to. Do we have any news and gossip? Or you guys want to jump straight to predictions, or do uh, we have news and gossip? I'd say I don't have any news and gossip. I don't think there's I didn't any news look anything and gossip. Up. Okay, so let's go straight to predictions, so we can keep talking about what we think might happen. You're after Buzz TV. Okay, so Lauren, you brought up that you think that Brody might pers- possibly be turning. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I can't say 100% if I think he is or isn't. I think they're trying to definitely make you think that, and I think that it's definitely going back to that the, the, the thing that made it so intriguing the season one, is he, isn't he game? Right. They're going to bring you back to that for sure. I think that now we see that Carrie is there on on the scene where Brody's standing up and saying, you know, I'm coming here. Um, you know, I, I basically saying that he's turned and that he wants to, you know, not be, you know, America, an American citizen, a Marine or whatever. He wants to be right. there and he's on their side. And I think that, um, everyone around is going to start questioning, which they, they alluded to in the scenes. Um, is he or isn't he? Let's get rid of him. Brody's done. He's turning. He's not, he's too much of a risk. Even if we don't know if he's turning or not, he's too much of a risk. Get him out. He's done. Right. I think that, and I've been saying this the whole time. Carrie's going to say she's pregnant. Carrie's going to, I think that's when it's going to come out. When she's going to need him to, cause you know, Carrie's going to be like, he's not turning. He's not, he's not. You know how she like always says that no matter yeah, what. Right. Well, I think in order for her to like get on that level with him, like tell me the truth, is this, you know, she's going to throw the, the the baby card hmm. to get okay. him to either assure her or to either draw him back if she's questioning it. And um, I think Peter Quinn and Carrie are going to have sex. <laughs> um, just really quickly. <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I don't really. I just want them to. Right, or anybody. Course. Just somebody. Somebody Peter Quinn. have sex. They somebody? always have sex this season. Somebody right? and oh, yeah. Somebody Carrie else. and the redhead. Yeah. Carrie go. and the redhead guy. And uh, and Saul's wife and Saul's wife and Saul. Did they show uh, that though? Saul got laid. They showed a little bit of that, and then and Saul's wife. I thought they showed just the afterglow. (laughs) They didn't show Saul. They did not show Saul. They showed Saul and the the Saul's wife and the spy, and And they showed. When I got heat for two weeks ago, when I said when I said uh, I didn't think I was like oh I should have seen it coming because I didn't think they made a good couple. Like I thought I thought he was a little too hot for her. Right. I got a lot. I just want to make this because I didn't get to defend myself last week. (laughs) Somebody on iTunes called me a casual misogynist (laughs) because of that. And because, and because a of the carry thing. I know it's a person. I thought it was funny. I actually laughed when I saw that. I mean, come on. I just want to say if Saul, but I just, just want to say if Saul was dating a Victoria's Secret model who all of a sudden turned into a spy, I would have said the exact same thing. Right. And I think, and I think yeah. Mandy Patankin's a very good looking guy. So I, I like, also yeah. think, I also think Mira's good looking. I just, for yes. some reason, felt that it was it a didn't, It was a match. It, it, it was a mismatch. Like a, it looked like a mismatch. He looked like he's a little bit too, first of all, she's so emotionally cold her right. character Mira yeah. right, right. that I just didn't see this cultural the most interesting man in the world as you like to call the him the most interesting yeah I, I just couldn't to me he's like the most icky guy like 30 years so, younger so to whoever that was on iTunes that, that, and, and somebody tweeted at me saying how dare you call that actress ugly I'm like I never called her ugly right. I just said I didn't think and so and anyway everyone's entitled to say who they're attracted to and not and if he doesn't as, think as she's know. attractive then and I yeah I mean obviously and, he never, and, and on top of that Nando never said he didn't think she was attractive he said he thought that the guy I, was, I did say she was he, middle-aged and no. a little full-figured, but I still thought she was attractive. 
attractive. No, but no, that yeah, you did say that. I did say that. But you Whatever. said that you thought the guy was too good looking for her. Well, who cares? That it it's was a like a mismatch. Opinion. He didn't say that she wasn't good looking. He just yeah. basically was explaining so, it was a mismatch. That's also, all. Whatever. Also, That's all. Somebody anyway. also said that I said that Carrie kind of deserved getting shot two weeks ago. They kind of like put that in a different thing. Whatever. Anyway, uh, my prediction because I won't be here next week. All right. What is your prediction, Nando? <laughs> I just want to do that. I think I actually really think that uh, this is the end of Brody. This season is the end of Brody. I just don't see a happy ending for him. And I feel like yeah. he's going to get... I, I, I'm going to make that prediction right now wow. since it will be next week. Okay, really quick questions. A uh, really quick question for you guys out there in the stratosphere. And you guys can make comments on iTunes. You guys can follow us. You guys can comment. You guys can rate. Give us five stars uh, at your leisure if you like. And um, <laughs> let us know. How, I want to know how many of you were annoyed in the previews to see Carrie and Tehran. That annoyed. I'm that like, oh my gosh! Yeah, why me. is she in Tehran? Because she always. It's you like know she's gonna get in trouble. She's gonna get in trouble, and well, she's gonna. That's what makes it interesting. She feels like he uh, Brody has no support, so I'm like, let me go over here and help him. I know that's what she's thinking. Let me save my baby daddy. She's gonna jeopardize the she, mission. She's gonna Obviously, jeopardize the mission Saul, again. Yeah, but anyway, Saul sent her there. It's not like she just bought a ticket and flew herself there. But what anyway, do you predict? My prediction is. He's going to complete his mission. He's going to start feeling, because remember we saw him uh, giving a speech and mm-hmm. people were cheering for him or whatever. I think he's going to start feeling the righteousness. Yeah. I think Javadi is going to help him complete his mission. Mm-hmm. And Javadi is going to become number one and, and, re- and try to recruit Brody to become number and they're two. Gonna turn, and he's yeah, going to be the yeah, congressman I, dude yeah. over there. I can jump on that, too. That's what for I For once, we agree. Okay. <gasps> oh, me and Lauren agree. Ding, 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 I do ding. see Javadi being a major villain next season. Totally. I do agree with that part. And I, and I think that he's going to try to, he's going to yeah. at least attempt to recruit Brody. Mm-hmm. Because think about, he's going to turn on Saul. He's going to turn oh, on Saul. Oh, yeah. yeah. Imagine the, the, the message it was sent to have an American turn and now be a central figure leader in Tehran. Mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. If that that would be hey, that'd bananas. That would be a good call. I would say you would win predictions if you if you uh, uh, no. <laughs> I would have to say. Oh, that. he has one I prediction. Would say he wins oh, that's, no, I have one that's prediction. a major one. That's I have, a major one. I have one prediction now. I, I predicted when Brody would be back. So that's true. My, that's that's, that's his. He got a big both one. Both of you. Anyway, <laughs> good night to both of you. <laughs> Until next week, where can we reach you guys? I'm, Until two weeks. Until the finale, where can we find you, Nando? Oh, okay. For the finale, yeah, Nando Vell on Twitter, N A N D O V E L, and on the blacklist here on AfterBuzz. I'm Lauren Leonelli. You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, and my website, and the best predictor ever on the internet. <laughs> dot com. Mm-hmm. The best predictor dot com, Lauren Leonelli. And you can find me at Club Thaddeus on Twitter and Instagram. Until next time, after buzzers. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.